0: all right we're back we're back because we shouldn't have had to leave in the first place welcome back to uh reality check with eileen i am eileen and today's podcast is so special i'm doing it twice once because (laughs) i've already had like half a fucking conversation with my guest and it was really awesome and Guess who didn't hit the record button? Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, today's, today's guest, dear friend of mine, Gia De la Cruz. Arr. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Hot potato in the house. <laughs> so I had sent a text and I said, I wanted to have you on here and I had put out a question. And the question was, if you could have dinner with anyone in the world, anyone living or dead, who would you choose and why? And while I was pretend recording, well, I should have been recording, uh, Gia, you had said your, your dinner would be with
1: my mother,
0: your mother who
1: passed away 12 years ago.
0: Yeah. Now, you know, your your wife is in the kitchen going, am I like super high or am I or am I hearing this conversation again? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Lola, you're hearing it again. So, yeah, mom passed away from a really bad, complicated cancer and you were a young girl, a young girl, still finding yourself, still a student in college, pretty young. You were pretty young and and at that that time in most people's lives they're trying to mix friends and family and their personal life so maybe in retrospect you know you say there's so much i didn't get to ask her or tell her there's things i'd like to know so That's we we were talking about the you know things that you'd like to ask your mom and how she feels about you the woman that you've grown into you know and it's tough when when you it was you and your sister mimi and you were you were lucky that you had that other female figure in your life in your in your house in your world um because to be an only girl and lose a parent a, a mother that's you know there's no replacing that so, yeah. so while a sister doesn't replace it, it's still you have that female bonding kind of thing still being nurtured over there. So, yes. So you're you're at dinner with your mom, and Gia said, I don't know if she would have a glass of wine or not. She wasn't a big drinker, um, <laughs> and you also mentioned you weren't sure if she'd approve of your your drinking. Um, I've been with you many times on your drinking excursions (laughs) and she, she would have been just fine with it. She would have been cool. And what I said to Gia is, you know, you know her as doctor, you know her as your mom. Uh, you don't know her that well as a woman, as a wife, you know, so there's different facets and dynamics and dimensions of our parents, which many of us just go, yuck, we don't want to know and some of us forget that they're 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 people they're human beings they feel the same emotions and letdowns and heartaches and joys that you feel so your question was if your mom knew you were gay would she approve of it today because we were talking about that privately and we said maybe not so much back in the day but Right. Where you landed, I think she would be very, very proud and would commend you on your choice of wife. So, yes, um, I
1: will hope, so. hope that,
0: yes. Yeah, I think she um, definitely would. And the thing that we were talking about was um, when your mom passed, you were very young. And at that age, none of us know what we're doing. Yeah, I hate to break it to you Generation Z people out there. And even even a lot of the, the why, so the, the, the why generation. Uh, but, you know, we don't know what we're doing. You think you know. You think you know so much when you're in your 20s, right? You're like, oh, yeah, I mean, I can't even express it. I cannot articulate and put it into words. But when I look back in my mind's eye and think of how I felt, and the decisions I made that I thought were bright decisions as an adult, um, it was, it was uh, shocking that I thought I knew so much. And in retrospect, you know, by the next decade, by my 30s, I realized I was clueless. I was having fun, but I was clueless. um, Yes, I agree with you. You know, we've we've dated people that probably were not our best option, our best choices. Uh, But we love them in spite of that, because of wherever we were at that time, it it fit well with with our lifestyle and our bad decision Mm -hmm. making, for lack of a better word. So so you were saying your mom, did she know? Did she not know? And we came to a revelation. Uh, Gia's stepdad is very much alive and uh, and they're in touch. And I I had said to her, you know, there's something to think about. Would you consider having that conversation with him? Like, just when he's over one day, open that bottle of wine that was meant for your mother and say, hey, you know what? Dad, let's I, I have... I want to ask you, because the conversation came up, and I really never gave it a lot of thought, but lately, since I had the conversation, like, did mom know that I was gay? Did she suspect? Did she ever talk to you about it?
1: Yes. That so. would be a question maybe I will find closure. Finding First, thank you for having me on your podcast uh it's awesome Uh, ah thanks yeah and i'm sure people folks out there eventually will find and relate to you know our human experience um whatever many years we've been on the earth already so um and you know about the subject uh, of tonight and um Sitting at the table with my mother, yes, I would like to have that com- conversation of already a much older daughter, you know, I'm 35, I turned 35 last April, and I've been married almost three years, and yes, you know, um, as you said before, I am a very homosexual young woman, <laughs> as gay as they come. Well, I don't and think... He- just like- <laughs>
0: people. She's not, she's not very homosexual anymore. She's what we call married homosexual,
1: very homosexual,
0: which isn't Uh, very home. Very homosexual is me single.
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: I I don't want to burst your bubble, but you're just homosexual.
1: (laughs) All right. I'll take that. That's enough. That's enough for me and Lola. There you Um, go. And I would have loved to you know, sit at uh, at the table with my mother. Maybe yes, share a nice glass of Cabernet Sauvignon.
0: Nice, and a
1: nice, nice pasta because she also loved pasta. Um, and and just talk about you know our experiences now, or sharing these things with her now from a different perspective. Uh, my mom passed away. I had just turned twenty three, and not only I was a stepping into a new world as a young woman. Um, and everything that comes with it. Also, it was it was when I started this discovering um, more about my sexual orientation, my, my sexuality, and maybe if I remember correctly, I had been already in a relationship for for over a year at that point. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt I couldn't at the time couldn't tell her, I couldn't be honest with her. I didn't know how she was going to take it. Um, if she was going to reject me if she will be ashamed of me um and my mom my sister and i were very close she she raised us to be um i was in mama's little babies um we were we were kind of in a little bubble and we very very close to her and and she and my my dad my stepdad raised us to be uh you know as honest as as possible you know honesty was the 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 best policy at home line was very frowned upon even the whitest light at the light will be it will be catastrophic my parents will not let it go by um it was like heartbreaking to them and
0: uh yes no go (laughs) ahead go ahead i was gonna go back to that 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 watching the documentary and i had a question for you but we'll get there go ahead
1: okay and then finally becoming at that at that point becoming more a little more comfortable with myself and thinking i know where this is going i know who i am kind of and and uh and i was and i was comfortable and i will watch at home uh kind of openly because <clears throat> i felt like there was no shame in, in you know, and just watching certain things and my mom caught me watching or not caught me. She walked into her room cause I was watching a documentary about, uh, Rossi O'Donnell did back in early, maybe 2006 where she is, uh, you know, bunch of gay family going out to the Caribbean on a cruise and, you know, families, you know, lesbian, gay, whatever it was at the moment. And, and, um, with little kids, whether the kids were their own or adopted or, you know, and, and, and my mom walked into the room, she's, she was like, okay, why are you watching? I said, well, this is a documentary about gay family going on a cruise, you know, with the famous actress. And she's like, Oh, gay people. And I said, yeah, gay people, you know, adopting, married, um, you know, just being human. And she kind of looked at me, she's like, Oh, don't tell me you're gay or something along those lines. And I said, ah, uh, no.
0: Oh, the white and line. At the mo-
1: <laughs> yeah. And then at the moment I thought, you know, maybe this is it. The time where I can, you know, if she had, if she'd had maybe pushed there a little bit more and tried to get more information out of me, she would say, okay, you know, this, this, you know, that will be the conversation, you know, that we will finally have. Yeah, probably.
0: And and from yeah. what I know of you, Gia, besides that, you know, lying is not on the top 10 things to do in your household. Uh, yeah. I I know that you are true to yourself. Always have been since I've known you. Um, so I think that as hard as it would have been, and you know what the hardest part about that conversation is? It's Mm -hmm. not saying that you're gay. It's not acknowledging that you're gay. It's Mm -hmm. the, I don't want to break my mother's heart.
1: That is true.
0: It's, you know, and that's what these conversations at the end of the day are all about. It's not about who you are, what you feel. Mm -hmm. It's about, I do not want to break my mother's heart. But I was saying. That is true. Mothers are not as, you know. They, they, they know more than they let on. They have intuition. They notice things. Yeah. They, you know, they pick up things and they don't say anything. And that's why I was saying, hmm, it would be interesting because maybe she did have a conversation at one point with your stepfather. You mm-hmm. know, I walked in on Gia. I don't know. I you know, I don't see her with it once in a while. It's a boyfriend here and there, nothing serious. We don't know, but at least there's someone there you can ask.
1: That is a possibility. I never thought of that because eventually my dad in our culture, you know, men from the Caribbean area region of Colombia, they're super machos, you know? Yeah, but you broke
0: everybody. You have broken everybody in your, in your path. Okay. You're like, nope, this is who I am. Fuck (laughs) you. You don't like it. Then I don't have to deal with you. You don't have to deal with me. You go walk that side of the street. I'm gonna stay here. I feel like Lucy from Game of Thrones,
1: (laughs) breaking chains.
0: There Um, you go. So I mean, look, we're we're not in Colombia. This is not the uh, '50s, '60s, '70s, or '80s. And when you come here, you have to assimilate. To you know, you have your core values, but. I don't think that you're the first gay person your stepfather's ever encountered. You know, he's probably right. seen others. So, you know, and again, it, it is always different when it's a parent, you know. that when it's, a parent, when it's your, your children. Yeah. And, 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 you know, as a parent,
1: are you going to, you know, how you shelter them from, you know, uh, people making their lives miserable or or even, you know, you, yourself, you know, as a parent, you feel ashamed of, because some mm. parents feel like that. Um, I don't know what my mom, you know, how she will feel, I will hope to, at that table, at that dinner conversation, you know, and, you know, what she thought of me, and she always knew, and uh, what, what does, at that moment, like, what do you think? What do you think of me? Where my life is right now? Now being thirty five, a professional. I graduated from you know college. Um, I worked for a reputable furniture company as a project manager, and um, and you know I'm married to someone who has also, who's a great woman, who also went through a lot in you know personal life, also who also lost her mother. Uh, very early age and who has been successful at, you know, her family business in the past. And, you know, we're happy, we travel, we love each other, we embrace each other. Marriage is not easy, um, you know, and comes with challenges, ups and downs, Um, but we are holding on, you know, together and continue to grow as a couple. And and what my mom think of that to me is, you know, you know, He will be one of the probably many questions.
0: uh, I don't know. I just got a vision of you and your mother at a table with wine in front of you. And I think she just reached (laughs) over and grabbed both your hands and said to you, I I kind of knew and I was worried about you. But now that I look at who you are and where you are, I'm at peace. I can rest because I know you're okay. Yeah, I think she that would. Was, be
1: an awesome she, dinner. <laughs> that that would
0: be a good dinner. A good dinner. Mm-hmm. Now for my dinner, I thought I thought about my mother was the first person because I'm always thinking. Every time I start to cook something, I go, "Damn, I should have really should have got my mother to write that down." Um, I gave this some thought, and I guess I'm softer than you because. I wanted to have dinner with her and then I said no I don't because having to see her leave again would be too difficult it was hard enough the first time so my next alternative I really couldn't come up with an answer by the way for this was hmm maybe I'd like to be at the Last Supper I'd like to have a conversation with Jesus and and I'd like to know was that really Mary Magdala at the table or was that just was that Da Vinci just like out of his mind drawing her into the the Last Supper picture? I don't know. Right.
1: Well that's a very that's one of the most famous there is you know, uh tables uh, in the entire world. You know, yeah. La última cena is in Spanish, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the but, ul- uh, the ultimate
0: supper right there. Yeah. That um, would
1: be very interesting and What
0: would you ask Jesus at the table? My one question that, you know, I ask myself, and I know everything's for a reason, and, and you lose people, bad things happen, we have natural disasters, but the one thing I never quite got is, why would you let little children suffer? Why would you make them sick? Why would they go to bed hungry? There's yeah. a, there's a reason I don't know what it is you know but if yeah. I had if I had a wish it would be that no no children ever suffer go to bed okay. hungry or sick but I think it would be a kind of depressing supper not not for nothing but I, that was not exactly a happy table you've been to suppers with me and usually there's a lot of drinking and laughing going on. I don't know that I would, yeah. I, I would be like Mel Brooks at The Last Supper. I don't know how, how well that would go over, but um, <laughs> that would be my one question. So then I go, all right, now I'm not gonna waste my dinner with that because that's a deep answer. I don't even know how long it would take in this universe to explain that to me. Uh, best we could do is like I say at the end of every podcast is do one random act of kindness tomorrow for somebody because you never know whose day you're you're going to make a big difference in. But um, my, well, you know what? I don't know. This is so tough. I guess because we like Go to ahead. have fun. I think maybe Paris, Gertrude Stein, Okay. uh picasso okay ernest hemingway okay i think that would be quite a dinner party
1: that would be an amazing
0: so i took my notice <laughs> as usual for me i invited you to dinner with one guest i'm going to a dinner party <laughs> <laughs> so yeah one person i don't know i don't know i don't I don't know that there's one person that I really care one way or another if I had dinner like a dinner with someone. There's no one not Gandhi, not Mother Teresa. I I don't know that there's anybody at, at this point in my life that I would want, you know, really care if I had dinner with them or not. I don't. You should go out,
1: maybe with your president and tell him stop the madness.
0: Oh, my goodness, gracious. <laughs> first of all i can't eat with him because i don't like mcdonald's okay
1: the, <laughs> you're in a healthy in a healthy path
0: you know you're my my McDonald's. idea my idea of dinner isn't a big mac uh, followed by a couple of pints of Hagen Doss. that's that's what the rumor is in the white house that's what he likes to isn't do uh-huh. yeah. Oh, yeah so right. um,
1: among other things,
0: <laughs> amongst other things other things um Who knew this was going to get this ugly? I told you, when he was still on the campaign trail, I was in Fiji, Australia, I forget. And when, you know, you travel, as we do. I don't know about you with this accent of yours, but when I go somewhere, people go, oh, where are you from? I'm sure when they hear you're from United States, they probably look, huh? (laughs) Jess, that is correct. I, I am from united states so you know so people said is that we're, my accent is that how i sound like uh, a little bit we're we're gonna let we're gonna let the comment people chime in on that because i love <laughs> your accent i can listen to it all day so oh god. It, it's it's good for me but um when they heard that i was from the united states you know they were like offering me condolence oh my god it's terrible what's going on and at that point, this is March, I was not expecting the result that we had in November. Well, right. I that March. I I wasn't expecting that result when I went to bed that night. I wasn't expecting to wake up to that. I really wasn't. I, I went to bed and I went, All right, tomorrow morning we're gonna have our first female president. And I was right. I was good with that. Uh, but what's astounding is here we are. We've got a, you know, and it's now we call it Trump Landia. It's no longer Washington.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He has, and I don't know how he's managed to manipulate and coerce and what blackmail does he have on these Republicans that My question they, they just cave. I mean, for the first time, we're hearing from Mitch McConnell and, and, um, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. You know what? I thought, you know, I I was surprised because they were were not getting along before he was inaugurated. And after he got inaugurated, Lindsey Graham could not stick his face up that guy's ass far enough. It was Mm -hmm. weird. It was weird how that just shifted. I don't know if it was all about the whole homosexual cover-up because everyone's always suspected he was gay and maybe he sent his personal attorney on another fact-finding mission and they found dirt on him i don't know but that was the that was the quickest turnaround of uh i can't stand you to uh let me wipe your ass for you in the royal toilet when you're done (laughs) so yeah so no
1: interesting uh i wouldn't let you have dinner with that guy it was in my power um uh, dinner like that will be something more sublime, some sort of
0: sublime experience. I, uh, dinner with him is anything but sublime. Anything right. but. Uh, see I you will I... you
1: and, and make sure that you will not get on anywhere, a, a car or whatever. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, party. you don't
0: have to worry about that. I am. I would never. I would never. I would have been more likely to have dinner with him. While he was the apprentice, then I would ever want to have dinner with him. Now, but yeah. you know, yeah. um, I will tell you this: if he goes to jail, I will bring him a McDonald's Happy Meal. <laughs> yeah, they're they're taking. I'll, I'll they're, <laughs> I will go to whatever club Fed they send him to, and you and I can go together. It'll be a road trip,
1: and hey, hey, and. Hey.
0: Just as a joke, we'll go over there with a kid's Happy Meal from McDonald's just to taunt them. So, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I mean, Dr. Evil, I can be, but oh, my goodness. So here's a sad fact. I I have nobody I want to have dinner with.
1: That's interesting. You yeah, whole people, someone who loves a nice dinner and a great conversation over a glass.
0: Yeah, week. but you know what? I would have to really. Oh my gosh, maybe I didn't give it enough thought. Somebody who would rivet me, somebody who would uh, captivate me, somebody who I want to. You know what? It's like I'm on Match.com. I'm looking for somebody to rivet me and captivate me and keep me engaged in conversation. This is why, Gia, I am single, okay? Okay. As our friend Sophia says to me, I set the bar way too high. Uh, I I overthink things. I mean, come on, for God's sake, don't we have to have standards, right?
1: That is true. Yeah. That is true. And I think that because of lowering standards, you know, um, I don't know. I'm not an expert, but in previous relationships when i lower my standard that's when i really got got burned and hurt the most you know it, it's just you have to have standards
0: you know well my standards and sophia's right to a certain extent they impede me because she's like but why can't okay. you just go hang out just have fun you don't it's not mr or mrs right it's Mrs. right now why, why do you have to, you know, put much stock? I go, I don't know. Cause you just know, you just know when you're with someone that you want to spend more time with them. If I know I don't really want to hang out with you and there's no future, why would I want to just be kicking boots and hanging out with you just to kill time? That's what Netflix is right. for. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm missing something here. People, help. Help Dr. Gray. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. How about Lola? Can you give her a little shout out? Can you ask Lola if she could pick one person to have dinner with real quick, top of her head, who would it be? All right.
1: Let's see where Lola is. Dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. dun. Let's put Lola on the spot. As long as she's not in in the shower. Oh, (laughs) there you go. Is your phone waterproof? (laughs) No. You know what? Just shout in there. Go, hey, babe, I'm doing a podcast with Eileen. When you come out, we're going to ask you a question. Give her the question. Give her a minute to think about it. Say, I want you to think about this question when you come out. We want to know who would you like to have dinner with? If you could have dinner with anybody. Then we'll get back to Lola. Her name is Lola. How many minutes have (laughs) I been gone here? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. I can edit it. As long as it says stop recording, (laughs) you're good. You're good. All right. My executive producer and my editor says (laughs) we're doing good. (laughs) Yeah. God bless him. (laughs) I'm fancy now. I got me an editor and a producer. And (laughs) FYI, coming soon, we're going to be hooked up to different links in social media. You'll be able to Insta, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. Yes. Anything else? TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. So those are coming to a theater near you, and that way you can... uh, Reach out and let us know what you're thinking about what's going on here. What are we doing? Does anybody care? My guy, anybody. he's good. You know what? He'll he'll take 35 minutes of garbage and combine it and manipulate it and package it into 15 minutes of kind of good stuff. That's awesome. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. It Does is.
1: Does he have anyone that he will have a uh, last just make sure when you're talking uh, dinner alive, dinner alive dinner
0: or past who would you have dinner with if you were to have dinner with one person Me? who would you want to have who would you like to have dinner with to pick their brain Me. yeah you oh grandma
1: because i didn't get to know her much so. oh that's so sweet
0: grandma I I love I love grandma, but that's not going to help you like with your future endeavors all that much. You do realize that I'm thinking like Elon Musk. Oh, currently. Um, <laughs> oh no past past could be Steve Jobs. It could have been the guy who invented IBM. Yeah, too I'd like to go to a hot tub time machine. I'd like oh, to go back be... to a time where Do you know what would be cool knowing what we know now but going back. Mm-hmm. To where we were just starting our first jobs and didn't know about four hundred one k and investing. I could have bought Bitcoin when I could get nineteen thousand dollars <laughs> out of it instead of uh, two dollars a coin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, little small things like that that you know would have made but a world don't you of think difference.
1: That that you know,
0: with all these experiences, we learn we learn better right? we do and it's never it's never too late to change and to pursue your dreams and your aspirations it's never i don't care there are women and men that go at 85 they're retired army people they raise their family and grandkids they go back to school at 85 to get that degree that they never had because I'm them. they got pregnant you're lo- are you running low no just <laughs>
1: No, you just like
0: faded away. Ah, Oh, okay. So anyway, I was so, saying it's never too late, never too late. But things would have been so much easier if I were smarter back in the eighties. I got to made some good fucking coin.
1: It's true. I would have not gotten myself into crazy or figure another way of paying my, my, my education without getting myself into, you know, some good then that is mm. kinda a pest to get rid of I would have that would have been one of the things that you know if I go <clears throat> into that time machine I will make sure to do my to do my my research extent, ex- very extensive and you know.
0: Got more grants. Oh. Got got more more uh what do you scholarships? There was a guy years ago when he was a kid, he went to, I believe it was Harvard, and he was just 19 years old, and he wrote a book because he paid for college pretty much through scholarships. And when we say scholarships, we're not talking about like a full ride kind of thing. We're talking about writing an essay for McDonald's. You get a $1,500 scholarship if they pick your essay walmart starbucks uh wherever your parents work sometimes they have scholarship programs we have one where my job is and it's for eight thousand dollars and they give one away every year for your kids it's not for you so yeah yeah, this this guy wrote a book on all like the pell grants you know all different kinds of grants and scholarships and me being the lazy person that I am, I go, well, why don't you just write one letter and send it to like 50 places? It's not like they're going to cross compare. Right. But um yeah, you know what? You you could theoretically get a lot of your your schooling paid for with these grants and scholarships from from the government and different uh companies. Right. So
1: right, you yeah. do your your research right. And, you do your uh, due diligence.
0: Yeah, do your yeah. research and. But that would have been
1: something that I, I will definitely go back and say this is not the way, or there are other options. But they're so quick to sell you, the idea of you know don't worry about it. Here's your money. Um, here is this quote unquote um small interest, and once you get out of you'll be fine. You'll find a job and the whole American dream type of, you know, self, sales pitch. And, uh, and then you come out of school and the reality is, is totally different.
0: Oh um, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, and, and interest. And now you're an adult. Now you're now with mom and dad, or. You know, some people are fortunate to have them around after my mom passed my dad because of depression, he moved to Colombia back to Colombia, so it was just me, me and I on our own trying to just survive, and we had family and and friends who helped us through it, but there is so much people can do for you because they also have their own responsibilities, Mm
0: -hmm. so,
1: you know, you come out and you are trying to survive, pay your stuff, trying to figure things out for yourself, and then you have this huge, huge, gigantic chuckles on your ankles trying to move forward and these things are just keeping you anchored you know um so yeah uh, that would have been something to and I and I, at the dinner table I'll be like mom would you slap me on the face if i ever said you know i'm gonna take out a student loan of certain amount of money I would well, appreciate that
0: <laughs> wow well, funny story I mean my mother was constantly you know on our backs about paying our student loans and uh when you first start working and you're kind of out on your own you know we were again you're fucking 20 something years old it's like you're 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 hormonal and you're you know you can live on three hours sleep you could party thursday friday saturday sunday rest on monday Mm -hmm. and tuesday and wednesday night go out and start it all up again so when i had money It was gone. I was like a drunken sailor at port. Like I just got a paycheck and I couldn't spend it fast enough on crap. I discovered this new thing, credit cards. Mm. Uh, No, not a good idea. So I had like, I was 23 years old. I had an American express. I had something called diners club back in the day. Mm, Um, what is it? MasterCard, Visa, and uh, a a plethora of store credit cards, Bloomingdale's, Macy's, whatever. And I was just charging and paying and charging and paying. And my mother would be, did you pay your student loan? Nope. So my mother finally got so sick of those letters coming with the student loan threats. Mm -hmm. And she would take, the money every paycheck she would take like a a hunk of my money and she was paying down my student loans until they were paid my student loans were paid before I was probably in my first serious relationship and and I I couldn't have done that had it not been for my mother taking my, my money that I was spending on chicks and bars and weekends in Atlantic City and a trip here and a trip there and she must have been like mm, yeah I don't think she's spending it on these floozy women let's just have some of that money so she kind of just took the reins on that but from having no money to having a couple hundred bucks every week I didn't care if I gave her 150 200 a week and you would have been surprised back in those days when my student loan note was 50 dollars Paying four, wow. four times that amount every month, you you really got to take a big bite out of it. Had it been left to me, I would probably have had my wages uh, garnished, a lien on my Money. house. Yeah, I mean, I would have been like, fuck that, I'm paying a student loan. I didn't know that was like serious shit. It didn't affect people then the way it does now. And that's,
1: Not at all.
0: that's why it's so hard now. You, you can't mess with that. These kids get student no. loans. There is no way. It's like child support for a guy. There's no getting yeah. away from that. Nope. In my day, you know what? They wrote off a lot of it, but my mother did make me pay up uh, What everything I had borrowed. I'll tell you a funny story. One of my student loans I had taken out was, I got it at Citibank across from NYU where I was doing my internship for radiology. And, um, me and a couple of kids from school went, got $3,500 in cash. And that was a lot of money back then. Do you, sure. do you know what I did with my money? Have you any idea you? what I did with my money? I went to Atlantic City and I came back broke. Oh but I stayed in a freaking off the chain suite, went to a Patti LaBelle concert, was sitting at the <laughs> high roller table, Oh my God! I was living large. Living, I had a little bit of money when I came back. I was trying to impress someone. I got a limousine, good champagne in the back. Pick them up in a limo. Like I, I was, I was living like I was Donald Trump. <laughs> you're,
1: you're, no, but I mean, <laughs> I, I, I was,
0: I was. You know, that's kind of shit he would do because he didn't pay for anything. He would just show up in his limo with a uh, some Corbel. in a bucket (laughs) but um anyway yeah I was I was crazy I was crazy when I was young it was just all about the moment and I didn't know about tomorrow and I certainly was clueless about 10 years down the road and I didn't even wasn't retirement I didn't think I was gonna live to retire it's like these old rock and roll people Mick Jagger and and uh Elton John, and they go, well, I would have taken better care of my body had I known it was going to be here this long. So I would have taken better care of my finances had I known I was going to be here that long. So that's the message today. I think we're good. I think I've got lots of uh, stuff to share here. Yes. And I'm going to sign out with Reality Check with Eileen and my guest, Gia. It was a pleasure Hi. having you on here. This was fun, and this was fun. Today's takeaway message for the young ones: What do we say? What do we think, Gia? You will be here uh, a lot longer than you thought you were ever going to be here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, if there's someone in your life that means that much to you, you don't take them for granted. don't don't wait to have the conversation. Who would you like to have dinner with? Because we all that don't have our moms or dads, whoever you are. Um, I had guess that's the first person that comes to mind. So while it's a little on the unusual side, you know what? Just freak your parents out. Just hug them for no reason. They're probably going to think Absolutely. you need money, but just give them, <laughs> give them a hug and remember, hit the like button, share this podcast and, uh, Send comments, always wanna hear what it is you like or don't like or what it is you wanna hear. And uh, random act of kindness, that's our our sign off. Tomorrow, try to have one random act of kindness to somebody. Okay, that's it, I'm signing out. Thank you, Gia, you stay on for one second. I'm just gonna say goodnight to everybody, you hang on. All right, peace out everybody.